Hello, this is Cameron Williams, again with uh, GPS, Glendale Post Sermon, and I'm here with Brian Shackman. Let's do this, Cameron. Yeah, let's go We're for it. We're back at it. Back at it again. <laughs> let's start navigating. All set. Let's go. So, uh, actually, I'll go ahead and start and just say, how was your week, Brian? It, it's been a good week so far. I mean, I, I think that we're uh, just in, in, a, in a cool place in our church and I'm excited about what, what God's doing through us. So it's been, been a nice, nice week. It was really awesome for, for me to see the group. I didn't help with Ascensia this Sunday, but I saw the picture of the group oh, that nice. did and it was just really, really oh, cool. cool to see that, that group of people doing that. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like, um, the, the Sunday before this Sunday, I was a little, uh, I, I was in the nursery. So I was kind of like helping out with the kids and I didn't really get to hear the lesson. And I think I might've mentioned that last week too, but, um, but I just, I, I like, I had to write it down, but this weekend was, uh, kind of my birthday weekend. So yeah. I went up to Fresno and there visited family. It was really fun. Um, but I missed your sermon again. So I had to kind of like do the same thing. <laughs> so I feel like I haven't been here for, yeah, you haven't listened <laughs> to the live. It's all right. It's all right. No, but it's, but, but it's, it's good to, um, I feel like I'm, I'm like next Sunday, get back in the mojo. Parents will be back. It's like yeah. all the whole family will be back. That'll be fun. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. So, um, so you talked a little bit about, um, like healing brokenness, um, mm-hmm. or healing with brokenness. Um, uh, how does sharing our sins with each other help us to grow? Well, I, I think that it's, it's something that's really hard to do. And we, we've been going through in a, this series, looking at the eight step, steps of Celebrate Recovery. And this is the part I think that people get off the boat a little bit because it's hard to actually share these things with other mm-hmm. people. We're okay with confession to God. I would say generally in the Protestant church, we're good at coming and you know saying a prayer before God and saying, sorry, God, I did it again. And God's like, all right, well, good luck. Get them better next time. Uh, and then in the Catholic Church, there is the confession to a priest, which I think is at least a step in the right direction that you yeah. actually name your sin and, and then tell it to somebody. But in that method, there's not the, the sense of accountability that I think Scripture calls us to. When Scripture talks about confession, it talks about confessing to other people, sharing it with, with others, and then um, oftentimes telling the person, you know, like, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I need to reconcile with you. And that's really hard for us to do. It's hard for us to take the, that dramatic of a step, yeah. and we don't want to admit that we've hurt other people, that we've let others down, that we've hurt ourselves. And so we often just like stuff it deeper below the surface, and we don't uh, ever really go to those spaces. And that's why I think we have things to learn from. Like, Celebrate Recovery is like a step process just like a 12-step group and in 12-step groups it's like you come together and and you say like I'm Brian and I'm I'm an alcoholic and I struggle Mm -hmm. I struggle with this and when you take that layer of everybody walking around trying to show off themselves to each other it's amazing what transformation can happen and AA was started as as a Christian organization and um, it was started and it's been something that's been super powerful and has, has great success in helping people because they just walk into a room admitting their issues. And it's not like, all right, I'm just going to, I think sometimes in, in the Christian faith today, it's like we wait until there's some crisis or some disaster. And like when we really like completely mess things up where you kind of have to reveal, Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, I I screwed up once you like go down a certain path. And 
I just think it's way more powerful to just be able to, to raise our hand and say, we're all struggling and, and broken. And, um, we needed to share that with other people. And it's hard for us to do it because we don't want to have that vulnerability, but it's where I think we can be transformed. Yeah. We, we have to deal with it when it's out in the open. We have to, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I get that. It's, it's really, uh, funny sometimes how we feel like, Oh, we should hide these things because, uh, maybe like our image or our, um, our way of thinking about it, it, it we feel like other people will think about it the same way. Yeah. But we're all struggling with our own thing. We're all struggling with um, our own sin. And we actually tend to be more compassionate towards others when it comes to their stuff. So, so we, you know, we should kind of take that to heart and, and really express our, ourselves a bit more. Um, not, not because it, you know, makes us feel better, but because it makes us better. Like we, we go through, um, a, you know, a little bit of dissection, a little bit of like, you know, what, what, what does it feel like when it's out in the open? Yeah. And it, and it helps, it helps us actually move forward. I mean, it just helps us deal yeah. with what is the actual issue behind the issue and how, how is it that I keep falling into the same trap and we don't, we don't do a good job of really expressing that to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and we're talking about the powers of how um, expressing that can be really good for us. How can how can holding that back be bad for us? Do you think? Well, I, I think that um, when when you swallow guilt and push those things below the surface, uh, it it comes out in other ways. Uh, you can, mm. um, it's easy for it to come out and I mean, like you're angry with yourself, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. And so you end up being a more angry person, angry angry with others, um, and it takes intention to really examine your heart and, and say those things, even when it's hard, um, when, by like really taking the steps to, to Mm -hmm. name those things and, and move forward. And if you allow that stuff to continue to just carry around with you, then you aren't really improving and you aren't moving forward. And so you end up kind of in the same place without finding ways to move on. I think of something that is, not anyone's fault, but something like a sexual abuse case that it it can wreck a life. And it's why we, we fight so hard against it and want to create spaces that are safe for our kids. Uh, because unfortunately that kind of stuff, it it really does, uh, it can affect you. There's a dark part in in your heart that if you don't, and it's, it's not something that you did at all, but it's something that you carry around some, some shame and, and guilt there. And if you don't, find some people to talk about if you don't have some some therapy and sometimes that doesn't come up until you know someone's married one day and it's like whoa i didn't even realize this it's yeah. it's a darkness that um we don't give enough credit to and we we carry that with us one thing that i i've was, was reading a book recently by richard beck who's a, a guy from professor at the school that I went to for grad school. And he said that in our world today, we just don't give demonic forces and Satan like enough credit in the world. Mm -hmm. Like we don't really think about the darkness of things. And he, for many years has worked at a a prison that is outside of town where he is. And so every Monday night he goes and he's with these prisoners who are in maximum security. 
and he studies the Bible with him. And he said, he just had some profound insights from those times. And he said, one time he was reading about reading the, the Beatitudes, which is, you know, blessed are the yeah. meek and, and all that stuff. And for us, we go, oh, thanks, Jesus. That's a really nice idea. But he was reading that to this group of prisoners and they just looked at him like, that's crazy. No, that doesn't work in here. Like, mm. It's prison. Blessed are the meek. Doesn't make the no. It doesn't. That doesn't yeah. work. And it was in that moment that he was struck with like a place like prison, where darkness kind of reigns. You know, yeah. a place like that. He's like, I suddenly believed in satanic forces a lot more that day because I realized, yeah, it's a little easy for me, kind of when I'm on the outside in a pretty comfortable life in you know 2020 America to not believe in some of that stuff. But when you actually see it in a really dark space and they're like, no, it just, it doesn't work in, in here. Like Jesus's way doesn't work here. Yeah. It's just really striking. And so when we think about the darkness that is in our hearts that we don't want to admit or want to talk about, I think at times we carry that with us and allow some, demonic stuff to stick with us that we're not supposed to carry and it can even grow um i i I feel that you you know if you if you kind of hold on to that and go over it in your head um like i've 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 been to some therapy sessions and and the gist of what i got is that like you you tend to when you think about an idea long enough is you start thinking the same thing over and over again, more and more. So the idea almost becomes more and more the same thing in your head. Yeah. And and that can be a, a, a far from the truth. It could be far from reality because you've made it something in your head, um, and that can affect you in ways that you you know you might not think that you're as as good of a person as you are, or you might not think there's certain things, and that can affect you know your behavior and how you feel about yourself in the world and so putting that out there you know is not only a good thing but it's it's better than keeping it in because I think you can slowly you know hold on to that idea that you're not something uh or or that you are something that you're not um because you are you know a child of God and and you have the light and the love in you and and we can easily you know get rid of that by saying but I'm this and I'm this and and letting that go on in our heads for too long. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the best thing about, uh, okay, so, like, uh, overall, what's the best thing? Because we tend to think that brokenness can be a weakness or, or we, you know, if anyone knows about this. But how can, how can brokenness be a strength? I, I think it's a strength when you recognize that, the, the love of God is real. I, I talked about how uh, we can sit here and, and think about forgiveness all day long, but until you actually experience forgiveness, this mm-hmm. is why it's important to, to share our brokenness because when somebody with flesh and bone is sitting across the table from you, looks you in the eye and knows everything that you've done and still says, yeah, but I still want to sit with you and I still choose to be with you. And I, I you know, I, I love you and, this doesn't disqualify you from that. I think it's in that it's in that moment that we recognize what God is like. And so we need people to actually see what's going on in us and notice it and say, yeah, I, I see that, but I, I, 
I love you anyway. You know, you're, you're my brother, you're my sister mm -hmm. anyway. And that is, is so profound and significant. And so it's in those spaces of, of brokenness that I think we really get to understand the love of God. And it's, it's through sharing that, that we experience it. I, Love James five sixteen that confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. Mm -hmm. And a little profound thing that you know, I think we don't want to share it because it's scary, but it's in those moments that we experience healing that we can move forward and, and make things different in the future. So I just think we miss out on mm -hmm. the kind of healing that we can experience from yeah. from sharing our brokenness. Yeah, and you never know if your brokenness is going to heal someone else. You you never know that if if someone, you know, in a certain situation, a space and time that has been through something that you've been through, how profound it would be for them if you were to reveal that or if you were to be like, hey, this is kind of, and you'll never know because, you know, no one never knows, you know, each other's deep, like, secret or, or deep sins that they carry with them um, until you speak up first, until you're the one to say, because when you let down your wall, I, I think it, it creates an effect that everyone else around you kind of is more willing to let down their walls. They're more willing to, and, and I think the more people you have in one place that are letting down their walls, the easier it is for one person that comes in to let down their walls and to change someone's life. So, so I, yeah, that's, that's a very powerful yeah, I thing. Saw, I saw a talk with uh, Monica Lewinsky once, mm -hmm. and she shared that eventually she learned this was hard, but eventually she learned that there was great freedom in walking into a room with everyone already knowing the worst thing that she's already mm -hmm. done. Like, yeah. And that yeah. was really hard for her and still, I mean, it was a, it was a very difficult thing, but she said there's freedom in walking into rooms where it's like, yeah, my Monica Lewinsky. Yep. That Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, and that's so uh, having, having the ability to uh, live from that is, is I think something that we rob ourselves of. Mm. All right. So last two questions. Um, what, uh, what was a, uh, I guess, you know, I'll do them in a different order. What was a, a, a interaction you had this week that really, stuck with you i got to attend a, a wedding on a sunday night of some some just longtime family friends and it's in in moments like that that you just see kind of the, the joy of the room see some people you haven't seen in a while mm -hmm. um, get to dance a little bit as well as i can it was just poor uh, but just be able to to share to share in, in that is just really sacred, you know, when you, when you get a, those moments and they, as you get older, it feels like they're yeah. fewer and far further between. I mean, I'm really thankful for the community that I'm, I'm a part of here at church and the ways that we are um, loving each other. But in moments like that, it's just really profound to see people you haven't seen in a while and just to just celebrate something fun like that. Nice, man. And, uh, and what's the big idea? I think... If you're struggling and, and you feel the weight of, of sin, you aren't alone. And I hope that you find somebody to share that with. And so you can learn to walk in the freedom that God invites us into. Mm, beautiful, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, Thanks again you. for joining us. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks again for joining us today on GPS. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Instagram at Glendale Post Sermon. And you can connect with Glendale Church at Glendale Church of Christ. 
You can find me on Instagram at CamTheVoice. Our website is www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us, including location, hours, or if you just want to connect with someone. Thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon. We'll see you next time.